Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The news coming out of the GM Fairfax plant is not surprising and not good. Uh, 2,000 workers there are not going to have any work to do for a while, and they say won't probably won't go back to work until this strike is over because that plant can't get the parts they need to do their work from the Wentzville plant that was already on strike. And yeah, we're, we're getting a bunch of you that are texting in and uh, I'm sure calling in as well. We've got a bunch of folks on the phones to get to. Uh, disputing what Jim had said about unemployment benefits, some of you have said that it's not that. They will get strike wages the same as everybody else on strike, even though they're not technically on strike from that plant because they had to shut down because of the strike. Now, I, I don't know the answer to that. All, all we're hearing is two different things. Um, but if you know for sure, then by all means, hop on the phones and let us know. Uh, we'll go to, it looks like, uh, Fran is in Warsaw and is going to kick off the hour with us. Hi, Fran. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to say that uh, get off my lawn, Jim, as Dana and Parks refer to him, is a little bit, I mean, what he said was pretty bad. They pay in their benefits, too, just like everybody else. So they have a right to call on those benefits when needed if that's where they're coming from. And do, so, and do you know, I mean, whether they get unemployment or whether they get strike wage? I'm not for sure on this, whether where it will classify on that. I mean, it, it could be, it could be that because they are, they're not technically on strike. So I don't know where they'll pull from them on that. Right. But, you know, they pay in their benefits just like everybody else. So if they have to use them, they have to use them. Got I mean, it. That's yeah. Not right. their, it's not their fault because they're wanting to get better benefits. Yeah, they, they, they want to work, right? Uh, if Fran yeah, th- yes. they want to work just the same as anybody else, but they also want to get what's entitled to them. I mean, the, the big shots in the auto workers, the, you know, the higher-ups have all got their money the last couple of years. So they all got raises. So all right. it's time that the workers get some, too. You got it. Fran, thank you very much for the call. And and by the way, for the record, uh, unemployment insurance is not paid by individual taxes. Unemployment insurance is paid by business taxes. Okay. If you are a part of this 2000, what were you told about what you're going to get pay-wise while this strike is going on? Let's go back to Will in Riverside. Is up next. Hi, Will. How you doing? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I was just calling in because uh, I, I used to work at GM, but I work for a company another company that's a supplier for GM and my daughter works for a different company that supplies GM that's right next door. We have uh, 600 employees. They have over 450 employees. And so, but basically they told us as of today, don't come back to work. So technically 
that's more than the 2000 that's going to be off at General Motors right now. It's like we, we build the seats for General Motors, and Yang Fang, another company, builds the consoles for General Motors. Yep. And so we're both out of work. So there's no telling how many more people that are connected to General Motors is actually not going to be going back to work today. Just more than the 2000 for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a great point. Hey, Will, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I mean, people don't realize how many things are in your car that are not built by the manufacturer of your car. They farm that stuff out to little guys all over the country. Right. All right. I will keep going again. If, if you are part of that 2000, we absolutely want to talk to you. To Casey in, in Kansas City up next. Hi, Casey. Hey, guys. How are you today? Doing well. Great. Um, I'm, I'm a truck driver, just like the gentleman Will before me. I deliver parts for Ford and GM. We're affected by this. There are so many little companies, like he said, Yang Sang, there's CLI Comprehensive, um, Piston Auto. There's so many little companies in the Kansas City metro area alone by themselves that will be affected by GM and Ford striking. So um, the UAW and the Ford workers, I don't think they're really taking into account all the truck drivers and all the third-party manufacturers they aren't going to have jobs by the time the end of this is done. Yeah, and can they? I mean, in in a dispute between two big guys like that, how much in you know how much room is there for discussion about the, all of the peripherals that are going to be affected by it? Absolutely. Now, and I'll, I'll go on the last strike, the GM strike uh, a couple of years back. There was third-party manufacturers in other states that never came back up. Right. They never recovered, and they never got their jobs back or anything. Yeah. So I'm yeah. We're all a little concerned about this. I would imagine so. Yeah, we certainly we wish you we wish you all the best, Casey. Yeah, and that's I mean that's gotta stink too because I mean like she was talking about, they don't they don't have any say in this. Mm -hmm. Right. They certainly have a stake in it, but they Mm -hmm. have no say whatsoever. Yes. Um and then you just wonder now, is this going to become a bigger thing with more plants? Gary, the so we're going to have the same problem. Uh, Gary may have some insight to uh, to lend on this as well. Gary, you've got some experience in this realm. So years ago, I used to work in a UAW plant, and I eventually became a UAW representative. Now, this was quite some time ago, but they didn't. So aside from strike pay, there's what they call layoff pay, um, and that doesn't come from the taxpayers paying unemployment um, and layoff pay, I know back then was considerably more than unemployment was. It was like a pretty big percentage of their regular pay. Um, that being said, I'm pretty objective about things. I consider myself pro-union, pro-people pro really. Um, but I think we fail to see that everything's connected and the farther the economic gap widens in this country, the more we're going to see these problems. Um, when companies are celebrating record profits, um, workers are going to want a little something for that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, especially as, I mean, we've all dealt with inflation over the past couple of years. Everything's getting more expensive and people are finding it harder and harder to make ends meet. Right, and, and that being said also, like you said, because I am objective, I think what they were asking was a bit much. I think what the union was at, 46% pay raise. I have 36% in front of me. Um, uh, 
UAW is, and this is out of the Channel 9 story, UAW is demanding a 36% wage increase down from the initial 40% they requested at the beginning of the negotiations. They also desire a 32-hour, four-day work week with no pay cuts and increased job security. Uh, okay, I stand corrected. And, and if anyone has more up-to-date information on the other things I said, I'd love to hear it. At, at the same time, my son-in-law's career army has about 17 years in my daughter is the assistant branch manager of a credit union, and they have a friend that works at a, a auto manufacturer. I'm not sure which one, but uh, that person makes more than the two of them together, and that's my son-in-law is a is a sergeant in the army, and he makes more than the two of them together, and basically he pushes a button. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what the connection is. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I, I'm just saying, you know, they're 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 saying they want more. You know, th this 30, even 36 percent is a huge pay increase when we're talking about people that are already making sixty, seventy, or eighty thousand dollars a year. Uh, okay. Sure. All right. Uh, Gary, thank you. I, I don't know that, that that doesn't mean it's earned. And, right. you know, the, what we don't know, and I don't know this any better than anybody else does, but you heard a previous caller mention the fact that, you know, the guys in the boardrooms are, I mean, they pay themselves first. Right. So, and handsomely. Right. And and they make yeah. a lot more than sixty, seventy, or $80,000 a year. Uh, yeah. How much is their pay increased and how much of their bonuses increased and how much how much money is being funneled upward through the economy that the guys on the lines are demanding pay for? Just because 36% is a big number doesn't mean they're not worth it. Yeah, and I think what we're getting a lot of is, or, and what I assume is some of the psychology behind it is, you think that because you haven't gotten that big of an increase in whatever you do, yeah. that they shouldn't. Well, right, and and as somebody just pointed out on the text line, that's 36% over four years. So you're right. talking about a 9% per year for four years. What was the unemployment rate last year? Or not the unemployment rate. What was the uh, the inflation rate last year? 8%? 9%. It was at 9? the end of the year at nine, 9, yeah. All right, uh, so we're talking about bringing people in line with inflation. Right, which is a lot when you're not keeping up with it every year. The thing we don't talk about is that most companies are not giving their employees 9% a year to keep up. So when you hear the big number, it just feels like a lot. Sure. And again, I, th this is another reason why I hate talking in percentages instead of dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, what does that amount to for a guy that's making $60,000 a year? Right. And, right. you know, it, how many dollars are we really talking about here when you're talking about a company that is swimming in revenue? 913-586-7798. Phone lines are ringing. We can certainly get to more of your calls here. Uh, we'll take a break. Get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. The GM Fairfax plant idled now because they can't get the parts they need from the Wentzville plant that had already closed because they were on strike. I want to correct something I said about inflation rates real fast in case it matters. Um, the inflation rate for 2022 was 8%. In 2021, it was 4.7%. Every year before that, for the last decade, it had been under about 2%. Yeah. Uh, so. so, yeah, I mean, we're still talking about it, it, being able to catch up and, uh, you know, 4% per year, or I'm sorry, 9% per year uh, is catching up for the, the, you know, the last few years that inflation has been going crazy and there haven't been those kinds of increases. I just want to address two real quick things that we'll go back to the phones. Um, several of you have said, well, if inflation 
starts going down or if inflation isn't as high, are they going to give the money back? Is the point several of you have said? Again, we're talking about catching up to the past. We're not talking right. about you know going forward. But the other thing is, uh, inflation trending down is still going up, right? Uh, you know, just because it's going it's, up less, right? It's just because it's not eight percent anymore. I mean, in in the last sixty years, we have seen you know flat uh, inflation or negative inflation twice. And both times it was between zero and 0.1% down. Um, we had one was the, the Great Recession of 2008, 2009, and, mm. and it happened again in 2015. And that was it. So, yeah, I mean, it never goes backwards. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's silliness. You know, are they going to give money back? No, of course not. But, you know, the other thing that's come in a lot is, well, you know, CEOs work hard. Well, yeah, so do the guys on the line, first of all. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you don't think so, you go do it. But, uh, you know, on top of that, it's not about who gets it's it's not about the, the raw dollars that a particular job gets paid. It's about the pay gap between the highest and the lowest. And when you look at the number of times the average salary that the average CEO makes, that's a much wider gap now than it was when when any of us was born. I just laughed because somebody said nobody's complaining about how much Patrick Mahomes makes. Well, he's a union guy, too, by the way, but but yeah. Well, but I mean, he just restructured a deal to make even more money. Right. Nobody's complaining about that. No. You don't make that kind of money, but you're not complaining about it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I don't know why. I mean, why it is that people think that they're competing with the guy who works at the GM plant for money. He doesn't have money. He gets paid money by the guy who runs the joint. So, Jealousy. yeah, and that's mm -hmm. that's really what it amounts to. I, I mean, mm -hmm. somebody else getting paid more doesn't take money away from you. It's It's like it's been said before. It's not pie. Right. Uh, we'll go back to it, and Dan in Prairie Village is up next with us. Hi, Dan. Hey, how's it going? I just had one quick comment. I understand people want to make more money um, if a company's profitable, and I think that's fair. But then I think if you're going to structure a deal like this, you know, if they if they want that much, if they want, I think you said 36%, then if the company takes a nosedive, as I've seen in a lot of industries, and they have a lot of workers they can't afford to pay because they're paying these higher salaries, then it doesn't help anyone, and there's a lot of unemployed people because they can't cover the payroll. So I'd say if they want this much of an increase then if the company you know has a loss or, or takes a dip they can share in that too oh they frequently do i mean that's when companies lay off workers it's also when companies exactly. and it's also when companies come to their workers and ask them to take a voluntary pay cut which they've done many times and many times the workers have agreed to it so what they're doing now is saying look general motors over over just the last 12 months just one year their increase in profits was 32 percent why shouldn't the workers share that I think they should. Okay. I think they should. I think they I think they should get more money, but to the extent and the amount that they're asking is is it seems seems pretty high. If company profits are that high, why is that high? Uh, company profits, you said, were up thirty two percent in one year, and they want a thirty six percent pay increase over four years. But they, yeah, but they still want. I mean, they're, the differential there, it's it's pretty slim if because i i doubt going forward they're going to be as profitable if they can't catch up on the electric vehicles if they're so you'd be if, okay with it if it was 32 percent that they were asking for if they if they want to if they want to match it with where they're at i think it'd, it'd be a little bit better it'd be more reasonable but they're asking for more than the company's been profitable but no they're not they're asking for nine percent per year, oh, per year. the, okay. the, the company right. was 32 percent more profitable in one year and and so in order for in order for that not to be in line gm would have to make less than nine percent profit over the next four years okay 
No, I appreciate it. Thanks for clarifying. You, you got it, Dan. Thank you. Thanks for the call. And that's that's kind of the point. Is it, it's I mean, they're, they're talking about sharing dollars that the company has. Mm-hmm. Somebody just said the CEO got a 36 percent raise on her $29 million salary, and that's why they want that much. Okay, I, 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 don't, okay. I don't have that in front of me. I'm sure you're probably right. I can't yeah. verify that immediately. It'll take me some digging, but yeah. but that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they, they do tend to tie things like that. to Again, to keep that that pay gap, because look, I mean, when when the pay gap between the ultra-rich and the, and the working class gets too wide, that only ends one way, and it's not a way anybody wants to see. 913-586-7798. Go back to your calls. Zach in Independence is up next. Hi, Zach. Hey, how you doing? Doing well. What's on your mind? Uh, well, I'm an employee down at Fairfax. Um, so I caught the last tail end of your conversation, and I just wanted to kind of maybe help clear some things up and kind of see. I'm not speaking for everybody at the plant, but I am speaking for the majority. Sure. Have Go it. Have it. Tell us about it. Um, so. Right now, as you guys know, at noon, they sent out an ANS alert to all second shift employees saying that you're not to report to work. Uh, at five hours, they sent first shift home, and they told them that you're not going to get paid if you stay. So uh, right now, due to the part shortages in Wentzville, due to them stamping our um, deck lids for the Malibu, which is the trunk, and then the side panels for some of our Cadillacs, due to them being on strike, as of last week, we are officially out of parts. But what they're not really telling you is is that GM has been um, – they, they like to put Band-Aids on things. And our stamping plant in Fairfax in Kansas City has been having some issues. We've, we're down to a stamp and a half, or one of our main stamping – broke a while back and they sent all of our dyes out to Winsville so they could stamp our plants. So basically this is not a really a part shortage. It's a lack of it's a lack of discipline when it comes to GM, you know, making those parts. They they sent all that stuff out to Winsville because they didn't want to fix the stamping plant and now we're down. So we have no parts. And I think we're all we're all struggling right now because there's no answers. We don't know if there's going to be Kansas unemployment or if there's going to be a strike fund in our future or what. So a lot of people, we've been preparing for this for a long time, but now the, there's a lot of questions to be answered as an employee. So, yeah, we'll see. The, and that's, those were exactly the questions I was about to ask mm-hmm. you, and you don't know what the answers are. Um, do, you know, do, do you know when you'll know? Uh, I think that our union at Local 31 will get us those answers fairly quickly. They've been these answers or these questions have been brought up in the last week or so, and ever since we found out that we were going to do a stand-up strike, so um, they I think they'll answer them pretty fairly quickly. We're, we're just trying to get back with the state of Kansas right now, from what we've been hearing and just kind of seeing. I'm I'm doubting since it's a right-to-work state, and because our company is officially on strike as of last week, that they might not pay unemployment. And and I think what's important for all of us to remember as employees is our union president, Sean Fain, has a YouTube page. You can go check it out and see what he says. He said last week that no GM GM employee will be going without funds or getting paid. So our strike fund is $500 a week. 
Um, that's a substantial increase from last strike. I mean, this is not our first rodeo. Yeah. GM, mm-hmm. went, out, GM went out on strike for almost 40 days in 2019, and we all did just fine. And this is not just a GM fight. This is a Ford fight. This is a, a Stellantis fight. We're all together. And to everybody that wants to complain about what we want as far as our demands, that's only going to bring everybody up. And we watched we watched in the last couple of years, we watched um, UPS get substantial raises. And then if strike, we've watched uh, uh, John Deere come together, strike. And I, I believe they got their pensions back. <clears throat> and to the last caller, too, he brought up that um, – he he brought up that well we we should give it back if if the company's not as profitable that's where we're at 2018 or 2008 when they went filed bankruptcy they gave up cola they gave up pensions they gave up everything they could try to give up to help the company but the company's it's now it's time the company for the company to scratch our back okay and we thought we were there in 2019 but this is a more president issue all three companies. We're all tired. We're all ready to try to get back to where we were at. I appreciate the call, and I wish you the best, Zach. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And, and if you get answers to those questions about what that pay is going to look like, please do call and let us know. Uh, I was able to find those numbers, Jamie, about the, the CEO of General Motors. Uh, $29 million salary, which mm-hmm. she said – uh, 92% of it is based on the performance of the company, which sounds exactly like what the workers are asking for. Companies performing extremely well right now. Let's all get paid. And uh, it turns out that is not a 36% increase. That's a 32% increase over the last four years. So she didn't get that all in one year either. Right. Okay. I think we have a couple callers still on hold. We'll take those calls and then we'll move on. Coming up next here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. So now the UAW strike is affecting us here in Kansas City. The Fairfax plant is idle as of noon today. 2,000 employees, nothing to do because they can't get the parts they need from Wentzville. 
Yeah, and you know, somebody on the text line actually called me out for something, and I think validly, because we were talking about what their profits were over the last year, uh, being over 30%, and uh, said, okay, well, what have they been before that? Is this an ongoing thing? And they said, you know, I'm not arguing with you, I'm just asking. You know, it would be good to know if they've been that profitable for a long time. And keep in mind what the workers are asking for is 9% per year, for a total of 36% increase over four years. Um, What GM has done over the last... Uh, three years, dating back to 2020, has been an average of a 17 per. Actually, it's the average is higher than that. They have done no worse than a 17 percent increase in profits year over year for the last three years in a row. So okay. it's it's been much more. The, the increase in profits for GM has been much more than what the employees are asking for. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Callers on hold here. Just go to Mike in Kansas City. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing well. Great. And it's calling about this deal with the union workers. Yeah, they probably need a little bit more money and more stability. But at the same time, I watched our jobs get priced out because we were in the union and the dairy wanted more and more money. And the company decided, okay, we'll give you raises. They brought in automation and priced us out of our jobs. And I just wonder if these guys, if they keep wanting more and more money, are the cars going to get so expensive that the normal guys like you and me cannot afford them? And then what are they going to do for their jobs? The company's already making the money, though. But if the cars keep getting higher and higher and people quit buying them, what happens then? I mean, the, won't the market kind of take care of itself? Won't? I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of how the free market them. system works? We are uh, not at that point things. yet. <laughs> we're not at the point where people aren't buying cars. And the reason that prices were going up was because of the chip shortage. And once again, if they get them too high, what... How are we going to afford them with all the automation that's coming? They could end up like we ended up out of a job. No, I think I think we're talking past each other here. The company is making more profit every year than the employees are asking for. They already have the money. It wouldn't affect the price of the car. Okay. We'll see how it pans out. Take care, guys. Okay. Thanks, Mike. I, I mean, it doesn't have to. You know, could mm-hmm. it? Could could they raise the price of the cars to you know to, to to make up for some of the money that they'd be paying out? Sure, they could, but they don't have to. Is the point the the profits outstrip what they're asking for in an increase in wages? All right, let's wrap this up with Jim and Leewood. Hi, Jim. Hi. Good afternoon. Um, full disclosure: uh, I just dropped seventy with GM last year. And that said, I've been in the union all my life. Not one time has our negotiated wage been over 25 or 3%. Never. And it's usually less than that. I'm not saying they don't deserve money. More money, that's fine. Uh, I'm not saying GM isn't making a lot. So let's just kind of entertain the thought of maybe not quite such a high percentage, because that's locked in. They're 32%, John, like you said, on average 17% over the past however many years. So profits go up, profits go down year to year. So let's just kind of say we'll do a 45 or 5% increase every year for four years, and we'll profit share. Just like the, the CEO is getting a lot of their money from the performance of the company. Wait, and, and, and that they, would also be an incentive for the workers, would it or would it not? Well, sure, and that may very well be what they end up negotiating here is, is a, you know, a smaller percentage. I mean, that's how that's how union negotiations always work. So one side oh, gives some. Me, I know. I'm, Right, I've right. lived it for, for 45 years. Right, but, but what I don't understand is, okay, they're asking for 9% per year. Let's say they get it. Why is that bad? Why does, why does it make people angry when somebody else gets paid more? I, it, it's, I'm not getting, I won't be angry. 
But, and here, more full disclosure, I've spent a lot of time working inside these automobile manufacturing plants, mm-hmm. Ford, Clay, Como, Fairfax. I, I see what they do for their money, and, and I'm not de- degrading them or belittling them, but it's... You know, I didn't even want to. Shouldn't even it sure sounds there. like it. Yeah, right. when you it sounds say, like you're about but I to. see what they do uh-huh. for their money. I'm, I'm sorry, what do you say? Well, it sounds like you are. What exactly are you saying? I, well, I don't I don't mean to. I, I'm saying that a lot of people work physically a lot harder and are a lot more challenged than people on an assembly line. Oh, dude, that hey, wait, wait, they listen. don't earn their money. That, Jim, that's not what I'm saying. Jim, there are guys out hot patching, uh, you know, concrete and, and you know, and, and, uh, and asphalt out there that work a hell of a lot harder than I do, and I make a lot more money than they do. I, I know. It's, and it, it, trust me, I'm out there with those guys doing that kind of stuff. Right. And that doesn't make me exactly happy, but it's the choice that we have made, right? You know, so I, some, somebody didn't come knocking at my door saying, hey, you're going to go into the concrete world. So, you know, I don't have anyone to blame for that, and I'm not trying to blame anyone for that. I'm just trying to be fair. You, but, but, but it isn't fair. It's never going to be fair. There's no such thing as fair. Uh, and what I'm I trying guess to. Fair what is a relative term. Right. It depends, right. On, depends on who, who's saying it's fair. Right. I mean, you why, know, why is it fair that I make more money than, than somebody who works on concrete outside and, and sweats out there all day? It, it, you're a lucky man. You're just, <laughs> but it's you're not a lucky fa- man. But, but it's not fair. <laughs> right. You're a very lucky man. You're right about that. I will never dispute that ever. Jim, thank you very much for the call. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, it's funny to me when people get so animated and so upset. They're asking for 36%. Hell yeah. You know what? I would love a 36% raise. Yeah. Um, I hope they it's, get it. It's, philosophically, what keeps going through my brain is just like the value of work. And why some jobs pay more than others and why some are just valued more than others. And it just depends on different things. It, it We define success in a job in different ways. And um, I cringe a little bit when somebody says, I see what they do there. And, yeah. it, and, and the indication is that they, they're not worth that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't produce cars every day. Right. Maybe they are. Yeah. And if the car that you're producing pays your employer that much money, then go get yours. Like I yeah. said, I mean, I would love to. I hope everybody listening to this show gets a 36% raise over the next four years. Every single one of us. You know why? Because you'll buy more stuff and advertisers will buy more time on this program. That's how that works. Don't work for less. Work for more. That's a good place to end it. Let's let's leave it on that note there. Um Thanks to everybody who who got in. I think it's a good assumption that Dana and Parks will probably talk about this later as well. So we'll we'll let them pick it up there. All right, we'll take a break here. We'll wrap the show next on KMBZ. Wanted to get to the story that we intended to get to earlier before the news of the uh, GM plant here got to us. Um, there was a story out of California that gets to this automatic service charge, automatic gratuity that you will sometimes have to pay in restaurants. It's really common to see it for parties of like five or more, eight or more or something like that. Um, I don't like the automatic gratuity anyway, I think. <laughs> in, in, any, in any situation, I don't like that it's just tacked on there no matter what. But usually it's because a server is taking care of a really big party. They're not able, it's taken up tables. They can't wait on other tables. They don't want you to deprive them or like give them 5% and be a jerk or something. So that guarantees them what they'd be getting from other tables. 
So there was a Vietnamese restaurant in California where a customer shared a photo of a receipt that appeared to include an automatic 18% service charge for parties of one or more. One or more. I, one or more. Don't, don't you love the way that's worded? It kind of sounds like there's. It's an automatic like thing. You know, that was already written, and you just put in whatever number you want. Because shouldn't it right. just say eighteen percent for everybody? Yeah. Or or, but I don't like the automatic eighteen percent. You should get to decide how much you're going to tip. Particularly if you're by yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean. Hey, you know, I'm not a big fan of the tipping thing anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, and and I've always said, I mean, I kind of, in a way, even though I don't like the fact that it's delineated like it is, mm-hmm. uh, I've always thought that, you know, you, you should pay for your meal what you pay for your meal. Now, I understand why we do it that way. I understand servers' wages are not regular wages and all of that. So there's a reason why we have to have it like this. But I would much rather have the servers earn a wage that's a living wage and not have to worry about depending on somebody else's tips. But I, I philosophically, when it comes to this, yeah, putting an automatic gratuity, don't call it a gratuity anymore. It isn't one. It's a right. surcharge. So here's what the receipt read. And this was a pretty big bill for one person. Um, the subtotal was about 50 bucks. Sales tax was another four and a half. And then there was a service charge in bold at, 18% that said it comes into about nine bucks. So $63 at the door. And at the bottom of the receipt, they make it very clear in very large type, 18% service charge included for parties of one or more 18% gratuity is applied automatically. If you have any questions, please speak with a manager, <laughs> <laughs> which means they got questions. Yeah. How do you think that conversation is going to go? Yeah. Um, so this was up on Reddit under the mildly infuriating subreddit, which I need to spend more time on because usually it's usually it's highly entertaining. Um, so it's just this idea that even for one person, they charge that. The curiosity that I have about this is, was this an in-store thing or was this a delivery thing? This It says dine-in on the top. Oh, oh, it does. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. I'm sorry. The reason I ask is because if you look down the receipt a little bit farther, it says method contactless. And contactless is usually something you see as a delivery. You know, how do you do contactless delivery to a table? <laughs> I know? do not see that on here. Uh, yeah, go oh, down. you're right. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it says $62.93 method contactless, which is a little weird for something that says dine-in. So, yeah, I'm I'm not sure exactly what this is all about. Because if they only did that, uh, if, if you add that 18% gratuity, automatic gratuity on for delivery orders... Uh-huh. I would still cringe at it a little bit, but I think it's a little more explainable. I'm looking to see if in the story it describes more, but it doesn't. Um, it's a Reddit post. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to describe anything. Hey, you're never going to get the full story out of them anyway. No. Um, so just watch out for that. I, again, I just watch what's on your receipt. Yeah. To oh. see to see what you're being charged. And I would the thing that would really get to me about that is if I didn't know about it until the receipt got there. That better be on the menu. Um is it usually on the menu? For, yes, for I think parties of eight is. or more, yes. That's mm-hmm. that's almost always on the menu. So if they said, I mean if it's on the menu that says automatic 18% gratuity for anybody and then they put it on the receipt, fine. But if I find out about that as I'm paying you, then we're going to have a problem. If you were to see that on a menu, like you sat down and you see that, is there any ever a circumstance where you would say that I'm not going to eat here or you just want to know going in? 
I would want to know going in. I, I don't think it would make me turn around and walk out because I'm likely to pay more than an 18% gratuity anyway. Yes. I just want the option. I, yeah. I just want the choice. Somebody says contactless is probably how they paid at the table with that little oh, device. Oh, that, that makes sense. Um, yeah, because it says credit cards to sale. Yeah, it doesn't say that for sure, but you're yeah, mm -hmm. that, that, that would explain it. Thank you. Um, so this just reminds me, we were talking the other day about uh, Dollar General that was being investigated. The Attorney General of Missouri was uh, looking into them for putting tags on products at one thing and then charging you another when you scan. And it happened to me yesterday. And I just laughed because as in typical Midwestern style, I had this moment of, do I tell him? Do I, do I just eat this, <laughs> this difference? Or do I tell him? Uh -huh. But I was at a grocery store. Uh, it doesn't matter which one, but I was at a grocery store and it was like a $3 item that I knew was three bucks on the tag on the shelf. I'm doing self-checkout. It comes up at four. Wow. And I'm paying attention and I noticed that Good and we you. just talked about it and I'm like, okay, do I, what, what am I going to do here? And I debated about it for a minute and then, but I, so I got a worker, but again, in typical Midwestern, I apologized for it. <laughs> like, sorry to bother you. Yeah. I hate to be that person. I'm, I'm sure I said, but I'm pretty sure on the shelf, this item says $3 and it's showing up four. They didn't question it. Were you, they just oh, put in oh, they just, the amount that I asked. So you could have said, well, it, it said on the shelf, it was like a dollar 75. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It was oh, absolutely cool. not a big deal. They didn't question it. They didn't, they weren't bothered. They didn't seem shocked. They just came over and fixed it. Yeah, good for you for noticing, though. Um, I, yeah, I think that's good. I, I probably have a couple of times, but it's usually when it's just so dramatically overpriced that I'm like, whoa, 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 what just happened here? But yeah, I mean, noticing that, because I'm sure you went through the internal debate of it's a buck. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to bother them. I don't want to be that person that's making a big deal out of $1. But then I thought, well, the, it's does not going to make a difference to the worker. It's the company that gets the money. Yeah, that's true. And and I mean, even a dollar, that's a 25% increase. So, yeah. I mean, it's not insignificant. So good for you. It's funny. Ever since we did that story, I'm watching it more. I'm yeah. paying more attention, especially in self-checkout where I can go slowly and pay attention to it, especially if I don't have much. And that was the case yesterday. I bought three things. And so I was able to go slowly and and look at it. But I did have that debate of, I don't want to be a bother. I don't want to be that person that's complaining. What if I'm wrong? I did think that. What if I was wrong about what it said? But they didn't even double check. They didn't even call <laughs> someone to find out. They just trusted me on it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Here you go. Beep. So watch your receipts because it can uh, it can definitely affect what you end up getting. Okay, to wrap things up here, let's talk about this squirrel in Montana that was up to no good that knocked out power. Yeah, there, <laughs> Missoula, Montana, and knocked out power to a not insignificant number of people. Um, and I mean, every time something like this happens, it reminds me that we're that close you know that is as good mm -hmm. as we make things and as good as we are at being able to live to deliver power under normal circumstances all it takes is one rogue squirrel to step on the wrong piece of equipment and all of a sudden bzzz, and a bunch of people are without power yes um it affected about fourteen thousand five hundred customers mm -hmm. um so they said they found a squirrel in one of the company's substations <laughs> yeah so what um having not spent any time uh, with those, do they just chew on something? 
it when c- they get up in there, it could be that, or it could be like I said, as simple as just arcing across two points that don't normally touch. And if the squirrel's standing on one and touches the other one, blammo! That's why they put those the big fences around those substations with the signs all over the place that say "High Voltage, Keep Out." So I wonder if there's anything they can do. Like, can they cage them to keep? put cages around them or anything to keep the oh the well, animals out yeah i mean uh, even if you do you can probably keep squirrels out but what's going to keep mm-hmm. rats and mice out not very much even chain link fence forget about it they'll go right through it 45 minutes and then they had power back on um let's see so real quick here we've not talked much about the f-35 there's not a lot new to talk about uh because they haven't updated much but the conspiracy theories now are all over the place just watch as you're consuming stories about this please yeah I, I mean the latest one of these came out of 4chan because of course it did but the problem with things like this is they gain traction and so they, there's this story out there that somebody anonymously of course put up a post on 4chan about how it was really some uh, some militia guy out there with a 50 caliber desert eagle that brought the plane down it's garbage okay it's it's absolutely false and it's not the only one so just watch where you get your info from That's also a good note to end on. Let's do that. Uh, We'll turn this over to Dane and Parks. Rejoin you tomorrow here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.